Uh, Mike Smilak, would you come and share your testimony with us? Good morning. I'm Mike Smilak. Um, this is my testimony. Let me start by introducing myself. My name is Michael Smilak. I go by Mike, though. I was born on June 5th, 1985, and I was born and raised in Plymouth, New Hampshire. I am the son of David Smilak and Brenda Davis. I have two sisters, one Christina, who has passed away, and one Amanda, and a brother, Zach, um, who lives up in Brunswick. I was raised a Methodist by my grandma and my dad. As an infant, I was baptized at our church in Plymouth. I went to church, and it was all abruptly stopped when I was eight or nine. I don't feel like my family was much believers. I was told that we had to go because it was the right thing to do. I did believe God was real. I, did, I just didn't have a personal relationship with God as I was a child. I was a tough child growing up. I was placed in foster homes early in life, not remembering any of that, just hearing the stories from my family. When I was 11, I was placed into group homes for my behavior. I was hyper, lashed out, and unable to be controlled. I went to three different places. I went, one place was in Manchester, New Hampshire. The other was Beckett, which was in Pike, New Hampshire, where I spent most of my time. Then I began a new place called Easter Seals of New Hampshire, which was in Romney. Throughout my time in placement facilities, I didn't have many visitors except for two. My grandma and my Uncle Chuck. My grandma would always bring me the most amazing snacks. She was a great cook, and my uncle would bring me a bunch of train things. It was hard to realize that my family didn't love me or want to see me the way that I was. I didn't think that I was a bad person, but just needed the right guidance by the people who said that they loved me. Throughout my years of placement, my uncle would always say, Michael, remember John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his own one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. He would always say, you are God's son. God will always love you no matter what. I didn't know exactly what that meant. I didn't believe anyone could love me. I, was li I, was li I wasn't living by the, God by the way God wanted me to live. I was always getting into trouble for stuff, trying to find attention for people. I was trying to be someone that someone else would try to save. I just wanted to be loved. I didn't care how I got it. I just, I just knew that's what I wanted. I wanted to feel what true love felt like. After getting out of the facilities, I moved to my dad after about a month living with my mom. I couldn't stand living with my mom. I never felt loved by mother, by my mom. When I was six or seven years old, my mom left when I was a left me and my siblings. She moved to Alabama with her husband Carl. At the time, I didn't know why she left. Until this day, I still don't understand. I didn't talk to her till I was 11. During this time in which I missed out on having my mom around, one of those people I should be able to count on in my life, and she was just never there. No phone calls, no birthday cards, no letters in the mail. It was hard living like that. I have always wondered what I did to deserve that. Well, the, well, the answer that I want, I'll never get. It's okay though. I was able to talk to Pastor Scott about it, and he gave me some insight on what God can do for me in this case, and he said in not so many words, Mike, you can release her debt to God. You can stop trying to collect that debt that has kept hurting you. I did just that. That night I went home and prayed to God. It's been a godsend that I have been able to do so. I have felt so much better. I have felt so much better doing it. Coming to faith for me. This is going to be tough for me. By God's grace, he directed me to go to UNA, 
to get some dental work because my teeth were really bad. This is where I met two people, Zach and Alex, for my first visit. I had to go back a few times before Zach approached me and asked me, is everything okay? I didn't really know him that well, but I couldn't lie. And yes, because things weren't okay. I was contemplating suicide. My life was in shambles. I felt so alone. I told him I was not okay. He's like, well, here's my number. I'm going to, hold on a second. Okay, we're good. He's like, well, here's my number. I'm going to, I go to a church, and if you'd like to go, let me know. I texted him and said, yes, I would like to go. That Sunday, I went to church for the first time since I was 16. I believed God and Jesus Christ are real. I wasn't sure what I was doing here. I didn't know what I needed to do. I walked up to Scott after the service, and I was like, I want to be baptized. This was my first day here. <laughs> this was me saying, this is how I become saved. Boy, was I wrong. Scott was like, keep coming back to church and see how things go before we make the decision. So I continued to go to church. While lying in bed, which is where I spent most of my time, going through a rough night, I was thinking about killing myself and what the purpose on earth was. Why am I here? Why should I continue living for, for no one, living if no one loves me? So I did the only thing I could do, turned to God and asked him for a and asked him in a prayer, Dear Lord, if you can hear me, please help me. I surrender to you. I need your help. I need to feel loved. I don't know what else to do anymore. Please guide me and give me some sort of answer. A week or so passed by, and he gave me the answer that I was looking for. He told me, Mike, take a trip. I did that. I did go on my trip, and I told everyone in church I was going. It was hard leaving because I was afraid that I was going to lose my faith what little I already had. But I didn't. Molly and Eric gave me a Bible that I could take on the road with me and use as a study Bible. Everyone was there for me. What a feeling. To have people, to have that people could do, could be so nice to a complete stranger. When I got back, I continued to go to church and do church functions with everyone. It was so enjoyable. Still not knowing if I'm a believer fully yet, wondering if I would know that what would be, what would feel like, and if I would ever know. But one thing that I learned is that you will always continue to grow in your faith, and it will never stop. There was a Sunday that Scott was preaching about the word. I can't remember exactly which Sunday it was, but what I do remember is this. All of a sudden, a pulsation surrounded him. Every sound in the, every sound in the church was gone, and I was fully engulfed into what he was saying. It was so moving and enlightening that I started to tear up. I told myself, God is real, God is here for me. At that point, it was time for me to give myself fully to the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I suppose I'm supposed to be obeying God's word. I'm supposed to surrender to him. He is my father, the one true father God. Ephesians 6.16. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith, which with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. From this time, God changed me into a new person because our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Since I have come into saving faith, my life has been completely transformed. I know that the one true Father who loves me, I have friends who care, I have people who sincerely care about my well-being. This is all to the glory of God, our one true God. 
If it wasn't for him, none of this would be true or he were able to happen. Things have changed my life. It has been less quick. I have been less quick to get angry. James 119. This you know, my beloved brethren, but everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. I find myself cussing a lot less than before. I don't feel alone anymore because I have God in my life. I find myself cut. Oh, wait, hold on. The feelings of suicide have disappeared. I feel much happier with the way my life is going and how God has taken control of it. Galatians 5, 22 through 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such thing, things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ has crucified the flesh with the passion of desire. What does that mean, you ask? Well, for me, it means that well, for me, what it means is that God has given me all the things. It may not be easy at times, but in the end, it is what God has said and what he has graciously gave us. I have learned how to use these things as before I did not know how to. Mark 11, 20 through 23. As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you is cursed is withered. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever said, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that he says, but what he says will come to pass. It, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. You need to have faith that no matter what, God will take care of you. You need to believe and have faith that our Lord is going to take care of us. Jesus Christ sacrificed himself for us to have a spiritual life. God is taking care of me. He has always, and I just was blind to it until I opened my heart to him. Believing and living by the word are two different things. I have always believed in the Lord, but never lived by his word. Now I live by the Lord's word as best as I can. I know I will slip up and I will learn from those mistakes. And ask for forgiveness and try not to slip again. I will bow down before God and tell him I am his servant. My life, in it, my life is his for the taking. And when my time is up, then I will be in God's hands. For he is the one who has the power over me. By the power of God, I will obey your command. I publicly announce this. I will live by your word because Jesus Christ died on the cross for me.